Welcome to the Pillage Cast. Episode number 38. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. And uh, we've got a great show for you today. A- after being after the plug being pulled on us last week uh, by Engineer Gates, we're back. We've turned it back on. I don't give idle threats. So. <laughs> this is now known, so thank you. Gates, you are here. What's up, pillagers? Uh, we are missing Phil because he has some crap with his kid who has to have some uh, crazy procedure to save his dumb kid's life. So, Oh. No, I don't think so. It's Why save the dumb kids? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but as you can hear, we do have a special guest with us to help to help fill this out, uh, Mr. Sean Mulvahill. Did I say that right? Yeah, about good enough. <laughs> Sean Mulvahill, thank you so much for being here on our show. B- big for fan, me. correct? Uh, sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd like to not pull back the illusion that we just pull people in here. No, Sean and I go way back. <laughs> we, no, seriously, we've known each other for, what, 10 years now? Something like that. No, I'm al- almost positive it's 10 years. Wow. We both worked at an indie little coffee shop for back when I was like 19, 20. So, yeah. Okay, coffee shop. Yeah. That's where this all... And we went to the same high school, but we didn't know each other then. Okay. It was... So a lot of shared stories where Oh yeah. This guy that. this guy Well, is he, he remembers them all, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time Maybe that's for the best. He has seen me at my worst. Okay. Uh, you've seen me at my best. <laughs> true. True. But it's all it's all good. Well, thank you for being on the show. We're going to talk about stupid things. So, right. I'm an expert. Great. Well, you are in luck. Uh Gates, why don't we start this off with some recon? First story comes from the Guardian UK. Um, both of you guys are somewhat musical, I believe. Yeah, sure. You, yeah, you, you know how to play guitar. Yeah, for the nineteen fifties. I've been known. <laughs> um, all right. So, are you guys familiar with nineteen hertz? The the frequency. Have you? Yeah, um, okay. I don't know it off the top of my it's, head. Sure, it's a real low frequency. Correct. It is a range known as infrasound, uh, below the range of human hearing, which begins at twenty hertz. Okay. Uh, low frequencies in this region can affect humans and animals in several ways, causing discomfort, dizziness, blurred vision by vibrating your eyeballs, hyperventilation, fear, and possibly leading to panic attacks. Um, recent investigations have shown that you can actually invoke fear by broadcasting at under 19 hertz. Um, they showed that a 14th century pub that has been told as haunted um, actually just has a, a latent frequency that, like a standing oh. wave, as they say. Um, also, a tiger's roar has frequencies of about 18 hertz in it, so that invokes fear itself as well. Huh. So, can we weaponize this? I th- we already have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think yeah, I think Tom Waits has a little bit of that going on. <laughs> Well, I mean, didn't they just also do the advertisement where um, they had the frequency only audible for dogs and it was a TV ad for pet food? <laughs> <laughs> just happened. I, I didn't see that one. But, but, you know, I always think that's funny that they, because they, they, they've kind of thrown that around, like, oh, we'll, we'll put something in there that only the dogs can hear. But then, like, that ad comes on and your dog just starts flipping, like, out, like, losing his shit all around the house. I don't know if that's like, oh, we should buy that pet food. It'd be like, something is killing our dog. Right, right. Or making him very sexually excited. Well, but that, isn't that just dogs, period? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have dogs. We could try some 
frequencies with the cat that's sleeping right there. Your cat is unaffected. (laughs) He doesn't care. So yeah, do you think it's possible to invoke fear via frequency? If you've got something, think about it. This frequency, you cannot hear it. Like even uh, bass frequencies, um, the lower frequencies, but still well well we we can hear them. Like when you have a subwoofer, it kind of doesn't matter where you put a a subwoofer because your ear... It's so low that you can't really actually distinguish where exactly it's coming from. You more feel it than sure. know where. Sure. So it's kind of like, oh, this rumbling is is happening from all these different areas. Now we're going like way lower into this 19 hertz. Now you don't even know that there's a sound. Right. But like your, your brain is shaking. Your body feels the vibration. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Oh, like, so maybe it isn't even invoking fear specifically. It's just you're being affected in some way and your your normal senses can't account for it. Right. Maybe your body is saying... Something's happening. I don't know. Get scared. <laughs> like I, I, I just, I don't understand how though just this small inaudible sound can be known to cause fear. I, it just, it doesn't compute to me. Like, I mean, there's only one way to do this. We need to get a bunch of kids in a room, start shooting that sound, see if they freak out. Right. right? Okay. Said the scientists. Guy, said, said the guy that looks like a rapist. <laughs> Um, Wait, who, which one of us yeah. looks like a rapist? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> the round table of Wait, rapists. Can't everybody look like a rapist, technically? No, you're right. You're right. Especially okay. in a dark room. Good. Good. <laughs> okay. that's, that's all I want to say. Not that no one does, just that everyone does. In their own way, yeah. Their- <laughs> Suspect yeah. your neighbor, folks. Yeah. I've been, yeah. That's a PSA. Okay. Next story comes from Philly.com. In the great city of Philadelphia... Uh, 16 elementary schools, 16 uh, schools, elementary, middle, and high school are being adorned with some, I'm sorry, I'm going to start this one over. (laughs) In the great city of Philadelphia, elementary, middle, and high schools are being adorned with, and some say defiled by advertisements as large as five by 10 feet. So ultimately, 218 are to appear on the walls, floors, and shrink-wrapped over lockers. Um, a representative of School Media Inc. says, corporate leaders get a chance to stand up and contribute to education. It's America helping America. <laughs> so I, uh, I saw this as, and I thought as I, of you. Yeah, as I butchered that last little intro. No. Quick question. What frequency <laughs> are the morning announcements? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It's, I, it's that could re- play you know, regular 440 hertz plus 19 hertz. Yeah, you could, you could sandwich them. Yeah. So, yeah, so... They're ads. now placing advertisements in public schools. I'm just waiting for the yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, yeah. this is Jimmy. This is Doritos. <laughs> this is Gatorade. And this is Billy. So here's my question, because I saw this, uh, this article, and obviously everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, this, you know. It's terrible, but this is the state of schools, too, because it's like these schools are going, listen, we can't pay for anything. Yeah. Like, we need advertisers now. Well, Philly's really broke. Super broke, yeah. So even more so there. Here's my question. Do ads work at all? That's a that's very interesting because I totally filter them out in my online environment. Like, there's yeah. so much, like, ad revenue coming from online. I have never once clicked on an advertisement on the internet. I see things as ads on TV, and I sort of immediately hate them. Like, their yeah. product, I despise. We'll go down the shopping aisle and I'll be like, I remember the commercial for that. We're getting the off-brand. Like I, it's I'm in a place where I just filter it out. Like, yeah. I, it, like if, if I'm watching something and it goes to commercial... Go on it, your it, phone, check it, your yeah, Twitter, it's the perfect look at something time, else. Yeah, it's the perfect time for me to multitask. But 
is anybody advertising to you guys? Oh, well, maybe Interesting. Not. Wow. I, I am, mean, aren't they going for the dumber, greater masses? No, you, I am no one's demographic. So do you think... So here's the question. Do you think the ads work on the unwashed, stupid idiots? That yes. Atten- that attend public schools. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, let, let's... Ads in general, like... People will buy something because they saw it on TV. It ingrains into their consciousness. All of a sudden, they're now like super aware of a product, and the product looks good, and I have to have it. That's all there is to it. They're just going for stupid people who are easily impressionable. I I guess. It's like watching a a debate. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I mean, it is just I didn't think of it from that advertising. And they're we, going off stupid slogans to get the masses. See, Sean comes in and brings this different viewpoint because both you and I are standing on our towers yeah. looking at it going, oh, yeah. Who, who's buying this? Yeah. You know? And I look around and go, them. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Okay, well, then there's no stupider group than kids. Yeah, especially to public school. Yeah. Poor, poor kids. Exactly. Yeah, so so poor school. I would love to see the stats on the specific products that are in after one year, like in that area. How much did sales just go up? Because kids are just walking and grabbing, like they're talking to their friend. They're not looking at what they're grabbing on the shelf. They're grabbing the thing they already know. But if it's Coca Cola, the sales, the 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 sales will be negligible, the increase. But it's more about awareness, you know. (laughs) Like seriously, why? Do Coke and Pepsi spend so much on advertising? Yeah, it's I true. don't get it. I mean, have you ever gone to a restaurant and said, give me a Coke? And they say, I'm sorry, we only have Pepsi. And you go, never mind. <laughs> I, it doesn't happen. I've, I've been with just, some people that have done that, and I've never eaten with really? them again. Yeah. It happens. I've seen it. It's just, wow. No, no. I mean, it, it's like literally like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to eat. Brand loyalty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh, uh, total revenue gained $424,000. For so the, the school, for or the school district. district, so they're selling their Whoa. they're selling their children's intellect. So it's gonna you for know, pennies. Yeah, A B and cheat. You know, you know. At least it's not Coca Cola teaching chemistry. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, soon enough. It will it's be. just some crap on the wall. Yeah, it no, will be soon once they enough. get their foot in the door. I I hate advertising, but at least it isn't the, like you know P and G presents chemistry. <laughs> One day. Hey, uh, here, kids, here's the formula for time. Had we seen <laughs> schools in idiocracy, yeah. you probably would have had Brondo ads. For sure. Right on the on the side there. But hopefully they'll be able to rule schools out by then. You don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, for, for all the things that are terrible in idiocracy as far as that society, President Camacho's the president that I want to back. Right. So. This is the man that introduced me to idiocracy. Oh. He, he told me all about it. Nice. I s- still believe it is prophecy, and he never returned my idiocracy. I s- so I had to buy a copy I for two bucks <laughs> at the Golden West Swap Meet. Totally true. You can keep but it. But it's sad you. that you that that movie was two bucks. It should be, you know, Golden West Swap Meet. Yeah, but I mean, it, sh- anything. it should be I could get priceless. anything for two bucks at the Golden West. But Swap it should meet. be priceless. But then also given out and said. Everyone needs to watch this and understand. Right. We have one well, foot in this grave. Same thing could be said with Dolmite and Bill Hicks. And I found all of those at the swap meet for two bucks a pop. The thing to take away here is swap meet, two bucks a pop. A lot of <laughs> very things. Important. Okay. Never uh, buy new. <laughs> very, right. tr- very true. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this next one, uh, I think Joshy's going to like this one a lot. Okay. It's, gonna, it's right up his I'm alley. ready. Um, it comes from the Vancouver Sun. Have you heard of a restaurant named Edible Canada? 
No? No, I have not, but I'm okay. excited. If you have eaten at Edible Canada, which is a bistro on Granville Island, when you use the facilities, you will be surprised to see uh, just one unisex bathroom with about six private stalls and a communal sink. Even more surprising, though, is a sign above the toilet showing a stick man tinkling into the toilet and a line through it. Yes, Edible Canada has banned men from peeing standing up in their establishment. That is the death of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it? No, it's game over. Really? Yeah. You can't okay. pee on a toilet seat, so... All right, first of all, so, Sean, I don't know if you know this about me since we've just met, but I have some some very specific neuroses, one of which is public restrooms, and the idea of a unisex public restroom is the most terrifying thing I think I can think of. <laughs> I, would, I would rather not go to the bathroom at all then go into a bathroom and possibly run into a woman or or hear a woman in the next stall. You know what That's the terrifying the best part? Put that on pause. Mr. Sean Mulvihill right here. I have watched him on numerous occasions urinate into a mail slot at Big City Bagels. <laughs> Why'd you Wait, name what? the place, man? Big Shitty. We can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll beep that. <laughs> yeah. So X Factory Bagels has <laughs> If you if you're in there and you're stepping on the I floor, I have urinated in many places. Okay, we don't need to name them. Here's the thing, though. I'm pretty cool with urinating in places where you're really traditionally not supposed to urinate. It's the established place of urination that I have a problem with. Okay, Golden West swap me bathroom. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> no, no, you no. You can take a toilet home. You, you really just try and hold it and go to the the diner across the street. Oh right? yeah, in that dire Dalton's. situations. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. rancid over there. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, that sounds scary. Um, also, but to their point, like, do they have cameras checking? Because no, I guess there's really no yeah. way of enforcing it. Yeah, there, there's just suggesting. Because I guarantee you, if I absolutely had to use the bathroom and I went in there. I would be laughing. I would look at that picture midstream, go right. <laughs> aim upward at it. Yeah, I just well, I would I, just look at it and be like, oh. I don't like that they're generalizing all men to have bad aim. I have pretty good aim. Oh, dude, I have excellent aim. Really? Years, years honed at shooting, you know, whatever's in there. Okay. I can hit just about any target you give me. I actually read that there was a study um where they put uh cigarette butts. In bar restroom toilets, so that you would so the guys would aim for the cigarette butts, and it it, it lowered the down. urine content <laughs> in the restroom by like eighty percent. Wow, <laughs> two birds. And one stone. here's the here's how you know. Right now, if you were in a restroom and you were going in the toilet, would you not try to shoot that thing? You have to. Yeah, it's by unconscious. Yeah. I, I would just do it. Yeah, you're right. So I always leave something floating at home. <laughs> Very good. Or or terrible, very terrible. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> one of those fake ice cubes. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, they're they're now mandating. I, I I'm more interested. What do they serve at Edible Canada? I don't know. Like Canadian? trees, cucumber finger sandwiches. Like it's it's tree sap and leaves. Oh right, yeah. right, and hockey pucks. Yeah, and hockey. So yeah, that's uh, well. Um, it was a slow week on the internet, guys. No, listen, I got a story here. We talked a while ago, a couple episodes ago. We had a story about a truck, like a tanker truck, 
that crash and it had a specific oh yes, yes. cargo that it spilled all over. Right. Now this happens all the time. Like they did it with like I remember there was a truck that spilled and it had like bubble solution. It was just like all that stuff everywhere. But uh the last time we talked about it, it was a tanker truck carrying bull semen spread out all over the it was it was like a basically coming from a stud farm. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, you listen listen back, you'll hear it. Um this is the antithesis of ta- of that tanker truck story is still a tanker truck crash. However, the uh, this is in Illinois um, in, on the I-74. Two semis collided. Uh, one of them was carrying chocolate cake. What? Chocolate cake and cinnamon rolls. What a waste. That was delicious. And the, the best line is that this comes from like the AP story. It says... Police say troopers were initially told that burritos were among the food on the roadway, but they later determined that was wrong. You know how they determined that? Crack investigation. Real like, investigation, man. They, they got some CSI shit going on. I, I like yeah. the, the cops, Get too. Get the that, fat guy. Yeah, I like the cops that were like rushing out. It's like, do free burritos. Well, yeah. And they get there and like, ah, oh, no burritos? Well, just chocolate cake. Yeah, and probably, <laughs> probably the biggest the disappointment, even if it is the cinnamon buns and chocolate cakes, it's all probably factory made, already frozen. It, it's, so it just yeah. flopped out out there. Like, Damn, we can't even eat this. Or we shouldn't eat this when it's fresh. <laughs> I would have jumped into it like a pile of leaves. But well, <laughs> what if it's r- frozen rock solid? Yeah. It's thawing by then. Dude, it'll be, it'll be have cool. you... You felt some of those cinnamon rolls that are like, you know, the, fr- the those are rocks, basically. I would have been doing a backstroke in it. That's I I, I still think that's my favorite thing that's crashed in a in a car, in a truck or in a truck, truck yeah, form. tanker truck, yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Would be cool. I wish that happened at my birthday. Just a, a trailer, a, a, a trailer, just like totally. I don't, I don't like the odds of other things that could happen on that. So I'm going to no, say no tanker truck be, crash at my birthday period. I would eat my way out. <laughs> that would be delicious. Okay. Uh, thank you, Gates, for the recon. Um, I have a new segment that I want to. Okay, drop it. Do- debut here. I like to call this failed pillages. We're yes. we're the pillage cast. We're talking about pillaging. These are people that are actively doing pillaging, but they need some help. Failed attempts. Yep. Yeah. Basically, guys, come on. Like, pillaging is an art form. Right. You know, we we talk a lot about people shoplifting things and shoving them down their pants, and there's got to be better ways we can do this. Here are some monumental fails in terms of that. Uh, The first is uh, if you're going to shop at Walmart, like this lady did, um, when you get caught, you know, in the act of shoplifting and you take off, which is, you know, kind of the appropriate response, maybe try to get out of there. Don't leave your kids behind. Oh, maybe that was part of her plan, though. That was, <laughs> she's like, okay. That I, is the ultimate decoy. Yeah. Now, that is what was being stated is that she was using the kids as decoys, which is a, a good idea if your aim is shoplifting, because right. if you have some adorable kids, but, um, but, but he, again, don't leave them behind when you get caught because it makes it real easy for them to, you know, figure out whose kids are these. Okay, well, where's your mom? But oh, I'm saying that's go. your that's your one chance. That, that's your way out. Yeah, you can unload if dead, you get if you get away. If you it, so you you got to make sure you it get. It also away. depends. What did she steal? Because that I mean, 
If you're trading your kids, it better be something fucking awesome. So this is this is Louisville. Okay. All right. And as, so I, as I reveal the these details, it'll make more okay. sense as you're to painting this a picture. Nineteen year old mother. Oh. Three kids? Along uh no, nineteen year old man with an eighteen year old female. So there's two people, right? Oh. She's eighteen, two children, a three year old. Man. Remember, she's 18, this a three-year-old, and an 18-month-old. This is sad. Uh, so and if she were... was really enterprising, she'd have them picking pockets. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I was you thinking. Put them like, to work. Make them do the stealing. Right. Because you can distract somebody. Right. And then have the kids do it. Although, you're going to be coming back with, like, you stole 50 Pokemon cards. <laughs> How, you know. Right. That's of no you, use to Then us. you sell those on eBay. But... Um, she had already been banned from the store uh, for stealing uh, earlier that year. I would so, love to get banned from Walmart. I, well, just go to show you, I guess that is just the thing they say, like, because how do they really keep you from getting in? I got a self-imposed ban on Walmart. <laughs> right. No, yeah. I, and they banned me in my own eyes. Right, right. That would, I yeah. banned them. I would actually. I would love to find a way to get banned from Walmart, not stealing, though. Like, what can I do? Like... I don't know. If I try and organize a union. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Done. Yeah. No, okay. uh, it's it's kind of the dream, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so so right. s- first on our book of how to pillage properly, don't leave your kids behind when you're trying to steal. Yeah. Maybe don't involve your kids at all. Probably. But, you know, at least pick um, them up. Yeah, unless they're like seven or eight, then you can really get them in on the graft. So let me tell you this next story. Uh couple of guys wait what did she steal it doesn't say what they were stealing Fuck. yeah it doesn't say what that's they were gonna stealing. keep me up tonight yeah well okay what do you think 19 year old 18 year old with kids that they've been making for several years condoms <laughs> i would hope they, no, no they should no. get those for free no and also I'll no, pay out they pocket. wouldn't know where yeah I'll they pay. weren't they weren't smart enough to use them the first time so i would say no all right no they were they i i would have given them those that's what i'm saying um, so the, so the next story we have, this is some more failed pillaging. Um, okay. So this sounds like a great idea. You get, uh, um, in Georgia, local storage facility gets foreclosed on, right? Like storage wars. Storage wars, but it's the whole thing gets wow. foreclosed on. Season Locked fi- up. Season finale. Nobody's in there, right? Okay. So you're like, this is the perfect opportunity like nobody can go in this thing. Right. Go in there. Eighty-five storage units that you can just pick through. That would be awesome. I mean, this is this is pillaging of the modern age because they already put all the stuff together. It's a whole house in a small unit. Right. You don't even have to go room to room. I'd love that. It's perfect, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, the the people that get these opportunities are often not up to the task of handling it. These guys decided to steal a bunch of stuff, which was great, but then they left a pizza box with their address on it that had wow. been delivered at the scene of the crime. Cops see that, you know, two and two together. They say, let's go check this place out. They go, they find all the stuff in the guy's house with them all just kind of sitting on it. I imagine, <laughs> you know, just in a big pile, just right. like, obviously, you got you to gotta enjoy the, the fruits of your labor. So you have 40 couches that are all stacked up together. 
Um, so yeah, don't leave a pizza box with your address. That pains so me. Don't pillage on an empty stomach. Right. Very. Yeah. Sure. Eat very before you steal. Yes. That's a good. That's a good idea. Yes. Unless you're stealing bread. Right. Then you eat it. I would say you, you gotta no, eat it. You smuggle no. it out in your say, stomach. Figure out a way to eat before you steal the bread. Steal the bread for later. Yeah. And pizza boxes with your address on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't even understand how that no, works. Never. Do I mean, that. that's as dumb as it gets. I don't. Did you, tr- did you guys read the story about the Papa John's delivery man? We talked about that on the last yeah. episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, isn't that counterproductive? Yeah. That's exactly what we said. That, that, yeah. that I imagine like, Papa John to come out on a, a commercial saying, "Please understand." We love smokers. <laughs> Every love stoner in Colorado is like, not Papa John. Yeah. 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 And business drops 45%. What's maybe wrong? more. What's wrong with America? I don't know. All these pizza related fuck ups. So, Herman Cain, save us. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about him too. Yeah, we have. Um, well, I just saw the video today of him singing uh, a version of Imagine all about pizza. <laughs> it just popped up online. It's worth checking out. That'll that end. That'll incredible. end your your political career right that there. How did incredible. How did a consultant not see that? Know that video existed, and then be like, nope. I think because they probably looked at well, it's Herman Cain. I don't need to worry about anything. There's no real. Yeah, don't here. mess with the black walnut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So next story we have here, right? Um, this is sad. I mean, this is really sad. Everything so. you brought up so far yeah, is sad. This is this goes to even further depths of sadness. All right. <sighs> bank robbery in Delaware, right? Guy goes in. Yeah, Cla- Delaware, that is sad. <laughs> classic classic move, right? He goes in, hands the teller the note, you know, put all the cash in the... Everything seems to be going so well, except for when he hands the teller the note, she looks at it, and there doesn't seem to be the activity that he would be hoping for. Turns out, that his penmanship was so bad, she could not understand what was written on the note and had no idea he was trying to rob. Oh. How did... That, how, that's that's how did, awful. No, how did it get deciphered? Like, who... He No. Like, that could be total plausible deniability. She gave it like, back Like, no, to, I wasn't she, trying to rob you she guys. She gave it back to him and said, you're going to need to rewrite this because I can't understand it. He, he got... He tried. Still, no, no go. Because he couldn't do it better. Threw it in the trash and left, dejected, and then was apprehended by cops right after he got out. So somebody could read it. That's the point. Is how did they like? How well, did they know? Uh, uh, who's giving a note in like to a teller? I try not to talk to the tellers. I fill out my little like deposit slip. Here's my check. Oh, I I always talk to them. I mean, there it's no. It's I like love it. Such a terrible job that you know. I, I I imagine just to have somebody say, "Hey, how are you?" You know. It's a it's a nice day. Okay, here's the deal. Every time I go, they play the how are you doing game. Uh And it's like, okay, so they say, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, fine, thank you. And they always expect, how are you doing? Some even answer without me saying, like, I want the conversation to end there. I am fine. Thank you. These people having some sort of idea of... This is a a transaction. (laughs) You're handing me... Money bills. Can you imagine the audacity to wanna, believe that another human being would be willing people. to treat another human being it's, with some modicum of dignity? See, now I'd be nice to the people at the bank if all four of them were open and helping customers, but it's <laughs> never the case. One person's helping everybody, and there's three others just staring at a computer. Do, 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 do. 
Or that, that, that's or why I mean to people at the bank. There's five loan officers in there right. all sitting at their things, but there's only one person who can help you with any type that's of That's so 2008. <laughs> yeah, Serious. So, but I mean, this is just sad because this guy had, you know, this guy had the moon in his sights. I mean, he, he, was, he was aiming for he it. He might have gotten away with it in Delaware. He, he might have, but I mean, if she couldn't even still figure out what it said and... I, I think it's also funny that if she knew what it was, but kind of played the whole, I'm sorry, sir, I can't understand this. She just basically made him so frustrated that he left instead of him getting, you know, right. And why violent. don't you just pull your gun at that point? Maybe he, he didn't, didn't have, have one. He didn't oh, have one. You're going to rob a bank with a letter? Yeah. Well, you don't need to show it. You just, because then if you do get caught, it's not armed robbery because armed robbery is a lot worse than just standard robbery. <laughs> with my words regular <laughs> word robbery wow okay. so um I, I this doesn't really belong in our failed pillages but i okay. i needed to bring this up because while we have all these terrible stories of these people that are failing so so awfully at pillaging i'd like to give you guys a success a success story pittsburgh two men 24 and 25 successfully stole something what did they steal they successfully stole an entire steel bridge. Oh, that's right. I heard it for scrap. Yeah, they just stole the whole bridge. That's beautiful. That's awesome. That's American. With one torch. That's American ingenuity at its yeah. finest. Yeah. And like the, the guys that were talking about it were like, yeah, the, the, um, all the, you know, basically anybody, the rescue crews or anything to come up and help the workers now, they had to find an alternate route which was just like down the side and back around because apparently this bridge wasn't terribly necessary. But the bridge is claimed to be haunted by a prom night-like victim. Yeah. Right. But it would be really funny if it really was haunted, but she shows up and there's no bridge. Now, and now there's no cars and now the ghost is out of work, which, you know, just with this recession, that's all we need. As somebody who has pillaged random objects, usually while very intoxicated, <laughs> I'm sure they woke up with the, where the hell are we going to put this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, you know, I was taking like road signs and it's just right. like, oh, well, crap, what am I going to do with well, this shit? Can you, do you think that there might have been a moment where it's kind of like next morning, wake up, they look out and he's like, Earl. What the hell did we do last night? And then the backyard, there's a bridge, and they go, shit. There's a movie there somewhere. <laughs> that, that's a, wh- dude, where's my bridge? <laughs> that's or, the, no, it's about, the sequel to A River Runs Through It. See, we got a bridge. <laughs> I didn't think it would be, dude, where's my bridge? Because that would be from the point of the people who own the bridge. It would be, dude, there's a we have a bridge. That yeah. would be the town's perspective. Dude, yeah. where's our bridge? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Sequel. It was uh, it was worth about hundred thousand dollars. It's a foggy $1. morning and just the opening scene, just <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. cars flying into an abyss. <laughs> I could watch that for a half hour, then maybe start. Like, all right, we got to switch it up. <laughs> so that's awesome. So you know, that's keep, keep the dream alive, pillagers. My hats because, off to you. Uh, you may be able to get an entire bridge. Although I guess in a way it is somewhat failed because they know who stole the bridge. They they were caught, yeah. So then that's failed. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like even just still getting it, 
I mean, what? It, it, what they, getting they, it home means you got away with it? No, I guess not. Like, I, guess I could you're steal right. a whole. They oh. didn't leave a pizza box and they didn't bring their kids. It's somewhat yeah. successful. Yeah, it was successful only in that For maybe about their eyes were hours. so big that uh, that they ended up stealing something that they couldn't contain. You know, All right. by that by that <laughs> rule of success, like I could steal a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah, that's true. But then, but and listen, if you stole something as sweet as a bridge or bigger, even when you got caught, I'd still be like, you know what? Right. For a while there, you owned a jumbo jet. What could that be? Like, what can I steal? The nothing. There's nothing that the big donut on top of uh, Randy's donuts. Yeah. That see that would be the statue of John Wayne at John Wayne Airport. Oh my god, that would be. That's the ultimate get. You're right. That's the best you can get in Orange County. You're right. You're right. How awesome would that be? Or at least just the head. (laughs) (laughs) It would be great is if they stole that, and because I know this is how those people would be, they would have another one erected in like two days. Yeah. So now there's two John Wayne statues. Wow. I'd make them make out with each other. (laughs) Just steal that one. Just keep stealing them. His real name was Marion. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's very true. Uh, Cool. All right. Well, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. I've got a couple things I'd like to talk to you guys about the apocalypse. All right. Now I'm paying attention because before I wasn't. Okay. Because you don't like stealing stories. Um, this is pretty cool. A hardware store in um, Omaha wants to drum up some more business because, you know, times is tough. Right. And uh, I guess times is tough for hardware. So this is the Westlake Ace Hardwares. It's I don't think this is Ace like hardware. It sounds like it's a mom and pop shop that they have the name Ace in there. They actually have put up in their store a zombie preparedness center. Thank you. That is brilliant. The marketing they, geniuses in Omaha finally are getting in line those with ad wizards. Because I mean, no, the, they're doing a copycat procedure with the CDC did a few months ago to build up web traffic. Oh, that's true. They, the CDC did do that. The CDC oh. put out their online manual for zombie preparedness. But here's the and thing: what happened? Their web traffic went through the roof. Right. So right. of course, some hick, you know, redneck hardware stores like, hey, Merle, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe they're, they, maybe they're serious. Of, maybe they know something no, that we don't. Here's the thing. Out of those two, though... No, no. They just look like zombies. <laughs> <laughs> out of those two situations, I feel like the hardware one would be the one I, I would actually take advantage of, though. Because I don't really need the CDC telling me what to do. But I've already read much better material from other people. But it's, It like, would all be misinformation. But like a hardware store saying, look, we've got axes right here that are great. Yeah. Here is planks that are perfect for putting nails in. Oh, yeah. Here's the nails. Why Why don't, I mean... Like, if they had little brochure how-tos, like, here's how to make a spiked bat. Right. You know, because I'm you not... You need a manual? Well, <laughs> listen, I am positive that there are better ways to do it than Hammer, the way I have nail, tried to do. the end. Yeah. yeah. You no, got to make sure you get long enough nails to go all the way through, yeah. and then you probably need to space it out so that you're not completely cutting through. Or if you're through. badass and you're a welder, you do it with an aluminum bat. That. Aluminum go. bat is my... Uh, my go-to choice for zombie weapon. I see. I walk through Home Depot right now, and it has that overlaid on everything. Like oh, I just have like a. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I like, mean, I, I don't need someone to tell me that this the is shed what, in Evil Dead Two has expanded. <laughs> 
that's, I mean, that's just where my mind goes automatically. Right. So I'm, I'm glad other people are thinking like that. You know, if they're far away in the middle of the country, that's that's cool. We need people to kill zombies out there. But not only are they doing it as in in terms of like, you know, uh, weapons. They have a little like, you know, they have like questions, and then they they have a set of answers for like, oh, this would be, oh, my plumbing, uh, my sink is leaking, and it's like here are all the things you might need, and it shows you. One of them is a zombie fell and put a hole in my drywall. <laughs> what tools would I need to fix this? Oh. And then they say the the um the director of customer relationship development said if we can help you with your lawn and your home we can help you with the zombie apocalypse. Now are they going to push for like selling carpet and different color kinds of paint like hey you want to get a black carpet you don't <laughs> want the zombie blood showing on that nice white exactly. carpet right. here's the paints that you'll need for your zombie decapitation room a nice maroon so yeah. it just kind of blends it in blends. you, it, it, you have to cut down on the cleaning you know only do it once a week <laughs> they actually have um some swatches and then you can splatter some bl- some some clotted blood on it and you can see oh, how does that look oh, that looks that doesn't look bad Come here, honey. See the zombie abattoir. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, hey, I can't blame them. They got their, they got no, their finger on the pulse. I think it's great. More people need to think yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think if every hardware store was doing that, we would have, you know, look, billions of people are still going to die, but, you know, things might be a percentage better. Yeah, I went to Ace today, actually. A different well, one, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I went to get some paint. I saw two old people. They looked like zombies, but... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Old people. Be, man, the eyes were red. You gotta and be yeah. that dead look. You gotta be careful with that. Man, I was ready at a hammer. That's what I'm saying. It gets it gets touch and go. So, um, I, I'm gonna tell you guys a story here, uh, and I think this might help give a perspective because we we talk about the apocalypse all the time, but in general terms, it's usually you know we're talking about it before it's happened. Um, getting the perspective of somebody who's maybe sort of gone through an apocalyptic, life-altering, life-sort-of-ending event can maybe help you, you know, it just helps you have a better awareness for how how we might react in that. Um, there was a man, or there is a man, I should say, who has been in the slammer since 1983, Right, he was in prison. Okay, his name's Randall Lee Church, and he was told he, he was he was getting out, but he was told by his uh, other inmates to be careful because there's culture shock when you get out of prison after being in for a certain you know for so long. This sure. in this case, twenty eight years. I saw Shawshank. That guy hung himself. Yeah. So he gets out of prison, and he is in a world of computers and cell phones wow all these and 1983 things 1983 is really when it started to flip yes and and let's be honest the 80s had a view of technology that was proven wrong in 10 years oh yeah so even then you know you could say that with any decade right but i mean coming into the coming through the living the through it 90s helps you got go. kind of close though well living through it especially in the 90s with the cell phone revolution and, yeah. and you know coming up to the millennium watch an internet movie from 1995 you'll see how wrong they are it's Damn. insane no you're right you're totally right watch hackers, hackers. hackers. Yeah. the net with sandra bullock yeah. any of that you're just like that's yeah. what they thought yeah you're right it, 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 so now imagine getting out in, in in you know having gone in in 83 Getting out of prison, 
here's what he has to say. He says, I didn't know how to use computers or cell phones or the internet. It was so overwhelming. I was constantly embarrassed by simple things I didn't know. And now here's a man who served his time. Yeah. He's out. You know, he should What now, did he do? He should now be able... I don't know. Okay, for the sake of the story, he shot a man in Reno just 20, to watch him die. 28 <laughs> years... Give me an idea what you think for, what do you get 28 years for? Shooting Shooting, a man in Reno just to watch him die. I think that just to watch him die, that makes it even worse, doesn't it? Uh, Well, he left that out in his testimony. (laughs) Prices were higher and scanned with barcodes. Video games were more realistic. Can you imagine this guy seeing video games going, this is terrifying. Why is there a little world in that TV? Cell phones, you know. Uh, Man, Huey Lewis in the news isn't playing. (laughs) (laughs) He went to prison when he was 18 years old. Um, I got out and Michael was white. (laughs) Oh, Oh, but now he's dead. He got out and he was dead. So he didn't have any job skills or anything. So here's, this is the, I think the saddest thing in the world. In the end, faced with a world that made no sense to him, Church burned down an abandoned house just to get sent back to prison. Okay. Because it's the only place he felt like he could live. That made sense. And that is why the prison system does not work. No, what's worse is though when you have normal people doing crimes to get sent to prison because they don't have to worry about rent and get food. Oh, yeah, that's pretty that's bad, That's worse. That's actually really bad. <laughs> um, I don't see anything about what he did And initially. I've thought about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I am poor. <laughs> Yeah, no, three square meal. Like, I don't eat three times a day. I'd cut a meal out because it saves money. I mean, I know jail food sucks, but it's still food. You get it three times. Don't they wash and, you, too? Well, and also health care. Yeah. You know. Ah! Yeah. They, they, yeah. They're not just going to let you die. There's a lot of rape you have to deal with, though, I feel like. I feel like I'm better for not having to deal with that. Well, mm. it all depends on where you're at. I yeah. It's no, I, that's what my guy on the inside tells me. <laughs> and not inside what you think. <laughs> <laughs> but but sort of. Well, right? in a way. Yeah, in a way. Unconfirmed yeah. reports. <laughs> uh and that that's uh that's been the apocalypse. You know, here here here's this guy. His his apocalypse already happened. It's the reverse apocalypse from what we always think. We always think, you know, a technological breakdown. Would right. cause a lot of chaos. Here's the technology apocalypse for him, where everybody was thrown into the future and he was left. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to feel what that would be like. That's we can't. Like that's the it's thing. the end of Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. What the hell? It Everything's is. different. I'm in yeah. Times Square. But Whoa! It kind of helps that he has superpowers. Uh, this guy didn't have any. no. It was just steroids. <laughs> this guy doesn't have. Well, this guy didn't have those either. Maybe no, no, no. Th- that guy was a super villain. I think if he did twenty eight years. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. And, and wait, what, what town was this in? Uh, it doesn't say. Damn. You don't know what crime, what town, no. man. I mean, you know <laughs> what? You just got schooled by a creative writing student in Oklahoma. They had a picture. It looked real. <laughs> oh, a picture. Yeah, yeah the, there aren't the many. The lighting was they, off, but. You uh, know, there aren't really goofy ones of those on the internet or anything. <laughs> I Look, you tell me where there are. No, no. Check your sources. 
All right. Sorry. Uh, is no, that no? That's totally fine. Is that the end of that? Apocalypse that is talk? the that is the, all I have for. So the that's the end of the talk. apocalypse. Yeah, it was brief. Yeah. Well, you we know, just like to scout. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a constantly uh, evolving. There's you know, many different every flavors. Week, every of week, it's a different apocalypse that we feel like we're moving towards. And I was hoping for more of that kind of religious fire and brimstone. You know, like uh, hey, Harold Camping, the whack job. Come on, he that's says the true. apocalypse is going to happen. He rescheduled this week. It. Friday. Friday the twenty first of the world. Now, here's an interesting thing about him. He said that May twenty first was supposed to be the rapture, where all the good people go away. Yeah, he's and still here. Fi- well, right, right. No, well, listen. Well, pre, pre that, so is everyone else. Pre that, except said, Macho Man. Yeah. Pre oh. that, he said that the twenty first was supposed to be where all the good people go away, and the rest of us jabronis, right, have to suffer through torment. Well, it has did, been torment. Things didn't pan out. And then he said it was going to be five we months. We all have our own revelation. It was going to be five months, and then the 21st, every, that's when the world was just going to explode. Well, God no, was going to just you know grape crush it. But then that didn't happen. So he revised it and was like, well, listen, but, spiritually it happened, but everything is just going to end on the 21st, and that's when we'll, all us goodies get to go up, and the rest of you will just all die. Now, let's not forget... Friday will be the third time Harold Camping has been wrong. Okay? No, 11th. 11th? Oh, I thought he only did it once. Or wait, he only publicized it the two times? He, yeah, he wrote a book about it in 94. But he said it a couple other times, too, that he doesn't like to ever talk about because pe- you know, you know, he hopes I, I love, though, with people trying to predict the end of the world. I mean, you know, you would think there's a point where collectively everybody would just say, you're full of shit. <laughs> because... Every individual who has predicted the end of the world, their betting average is a combined zero, zero, zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah. Man, nothing but donut holes. They're no over. One's, no one's ever been right about it. No one. I don't know about that. I think the world has ended many times. Many, many yeah, times. Yeah, but I mean... Uh, t- that di- well, for individuals. This guy yeah. is saying, like, end, and, of, end of the planet. Civilizations. End of the planet. End of the planet. Yeah. That's... When I say the world, yeah. I mean the world, not just when these people talk our about world. these apocalyptic. They're talking like there's no more Earth, or there's an Earth, but it's completely wiped scorched. Clean. Yeah, yeah. There should be a video game called Apocalypse, and just each it's like well, Sim City but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I played Sim City, sir. <laughs> okay, I would just I would just click every single one of the buttons that led to disasters right have all eight of them happen at once no i want to start out I was with a, all about that i want to yeah. start out with an awesome city and then just yeah you know how do i how do i bring it down yeah it'd be great if there's i have one idea nine 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 that's right Re- republican <laughs> no, tax structures but have you read though actually they use sim city as a model i saw that to do the tax structure really and it blew up it was absolutely fucking horrible it was really funny to read <laughs> that's great and I, somebody's what, just like yeah let me try out any, 999 on sim city did that have anything to do with herman kane well that's why they tried it on sim city is because all he kept saying was 999 999 because this is the crazy guy bread that, a two liter and 999 <laughs> this is the guy we've talked about before that quoted the pokemon movie that's yeah right, that's right. exactly <laughs> So this guy, I feel like he's coming from a, a place that I can understand already. Like, hey, man, yeah, Pokemon, but I don't know about this other stuff you're talking about. But can I what leave are, now? What are your policies? <laughs> he's talking about Pokemon? That's, that's what we do here, man. What are your policies about mudkips? I don't know what that is. Nah, nobody does. Yeah, Sorry. What the- 
can can we get an explanation? I I'm know a, it's a, an internet meme of some sort. It's a it's a type of Pokemon. Oh, it is. I I've played the first fifteen minutes of a Pokemon game, and that's were about you a, on acid? That's about <laughs> as far as I could get. No, you don't need to be because it's the same effect. It affects your brain in the same way. Why do you think kids love Pokemon? I, I could see that. Yeah. I thought it was because they're uh, dumb and manipul- you know, easy to manipulate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really the reason. It, it, yeah. And it's easy, easy and cheap to recycle Japanime. Well, ju- literally just keep making the same game over and over again. And Not they will only keep that, you it. could change characters over from other lines and bring them over to America and nobody will know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, th- I think that's great. Herman Cain sounds like the perfect presidential candidate to make fun of. Well, yeah, like uh, because I mean, he's not Sarah Palin, but because he's my pretty easy to my political on. spectrum comes from the side that I sort of hate all of them, and I think that the best ones are the ones that I'm like Ron Swanson when it comes to government. Like I want it to actually fail miserably. Sure. So I think electing the worst person for the job is the best idea. Quickest way. We did that uh, a couple years ago. It didn't really work yeah, out. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like he didn't do the best job at totally destroying it. He could have done more. Yes. Uh, well. Yes. Okay. Like but I, I, think, I think at this point, right you're start. clutching at straws <laughs> as we watch the infrastructure around us crumble. But it could, and you're just like, well, he could have done this a couple years sooner. Yeah, it could it could crumble faster. Yeah, it could crumble a lot faster. Hey, you know, I'm still eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See? See? All right. It could be worse. So uh, what better way to get invited over with basically like, you know, we'd much rather the system was completely destroyed so you will starve to death. Yeah. All right. I mean, you got to get rid of all the undesirables some way, right? Super Man, I got to get out there and pillage. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. There you go. Soup of the day, the tears so, of our enemies. But, uh, Sean, you had a movie that you wanted to talk about, and it's a movie that... I wholeheartedly endorse. Well, I just saying, you know, because I mean, it's a smaller flick. Right. Not a lot of people really saw it. Most of the time when I say, hey, have you seen Attack the Block? I get this blank stare and I have to explain every aspect of it and why it is probably the most fun movie I've seen all this year. Yeah. Maybe the exception being the documentary by Errol Morris tabloid which is just outrageous and jaw-dropping and really thoroughly entertaining. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out on DVD. Okay. It's no longer in theaters, but if you get a chance, Aeromorse's tabloid. tabloid is Sounds great. shocking. So, But Attack the Block, that's the movie everybody, like, everybody in nerd culture should see. Yes. Like, it's can, just fun. Because can, can I get in a synopsis without any spoilers? or Basically... You got South London hooligans. Yes. They're a bunch of potheads. Okay. They're yep. juvenile delinquents. Chavs, if you no, will. No, not chavs. No? Because no. chavs are, are, are middle-class, white, affluent kids that act thuggish. These are slum As, kids. Yeah, these okay. are actual slum kids. Okay. Like, it starts raining an alien invasion down on their hood. Wow. Right. And basically, they start fighting the aliens. Yep. It's like if the goonies the aliens are, it, attack like, the block. Yeah. Think about it this way. It's like Goonies with foul-mouthed, pot-smoking British hooligans in South London right. fighting aliens. I, um, so these and, are, and these are kids. so much cooler than yeah. Goonies. Yeah. These, these are kids, but they're like, they've got that sort of, some of them are, you know, it's kind of fake thuggish. Like, you guys are 
yeah, you're not really thuggish. But then it's like, oh, these guys, these kids are really into it, and right. obviously they come from a terrible part of London, so you know there's no other way. But it's like filthy things coming out of kids is always great. Yeah, um, the the kids are super endearing, even though you shouldn't like any of them because they're kind of terrible. But they're they great. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're great. No, but they are bad kids. But they're right. really fleshed out well. So you really. There's are certain aspects about each one that you really like, and you know that... What were those little kids? Overall, though, they do have kind of like, you know, juvenile delinquent tendencies, but... It feels like, all? They, hey, these kids are doing the best they can in the area that they're in, and there's these two little kids, uh, they're named like Mayhem. Props and Mayhem. Props and Mayhem. So great. Like, the kids insisting on their names, like, you know, they want to be called Mayhem. And I would just say shut up about them because you, you run the risk of spoilers. Well, you got to see it. So, yeah. so basically, it's like Home Alone in Britain. And instead no, of no, Joe no, Pesci, no, Home Alone. It's Alien. It's like, no in, it's like Independence Day, but in Like London. a low-budget Independence yeah, Day in with, London. Okay. However, with the foul-mouthed pot-smoking goonies. Right. I, I would like to say this. Are there I like, thought that the creature effects were outstanding A because plus. because they're very practical. Like they actually have not CG monsters, but they they do some inventive things with the design. So it's not like oh boy, we've seen this a million times before. And then there are a lot of practical effects. So you're looking at this, and even inside your brain, you're going, "That's that's a real thing there," because it's not a CGI. You know, there's some puppetry. There's some, there's some tangible stuff on screen. Man in suits. It feels great, and yet the it, monsters feel monstrous. And not only that, they look unique. Yes. You know, you haven't gone, oh, it's this kind of alien before. They really do. Like, whoa, that's a really cool design. I have not yeah. seen that before yeah. in a movie. And, and knowing it, my alien invasion, watching flicks, like. No, you really haven't seen it. It's and you know what? That's the thing, because there's a lot of alien invasion movies that's very by the books. And this felt different, felt fresh, um, really funny. Like, that's another thing. Like, the action scenes are good, the pacing's really good, but really funny dialogue. If you can parse through some of the really obscure British lingo, which I think makes it even funnier. Which I love. Yeah. I try yeah. to incorporate as much of that as yeah. possible. Yeah. And some things when you hear it, you're like, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds great. That's yeah. Really now now you're going to get into South London hood slang. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. That might actually take away from some of the sophistication of using other <laughs> British slang. That's what I need. <laughs> I need to turn it down. Uh, it's a great movie. And you know what's funny is that they actually tried to drum up support for this at Comic-Con. We saw a big thing at Comic-Con. They had a... They well, had a, I told them that... Yeah. They were, you know, I was showing seen it off it there twice by then. Wait. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I had yeah, seen it, it twice July. by then. Yeah, yeah, I'd seen it twice by then. Yeah, but I was like, dude, they're having attack the block stuff. Go over there and get shit for me. Yeah, I didn't see no, it. No, they they just had a showing of it, and then they had a panel that you had to wait a long time to go into, and it was it was too long to go into that. But they, yeah, they, I just they, saw it at the LA Film Fest, and it was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very good movie. All right. And great recommendation. You have seen Pontypool, correct? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Pontypool? No. Okay. I think I recommended that one too. Yeah. You. you need to watch Pontypool. You need to watch Attack the Block. Okay. Now, one other flick you guys should check out that uh, I hope hits DVD soon. It's an Irish film. It's a action comedy. It's kind of like, uh, think of it as the Irish version of Hot Fuzz. Okay. It's called The Guard. And it has Brendan Gleeson and Don Cheadle in it. Don, I love anything Don Cheadle. And it is a really it's perfect send-up of the action genre. 
Really? I highly recommend that. I was pretty bummed about Don Cheadle in Iron Man 2, and I love everything Don Cheadle. He was a supporting character. I could, like, he was a was major like, part of it. They, well, Brendan Gleeson's great, too. What's he in? What's that guy? Um, he, he's what just a big, fat Irishman. He was in 28 Days Later. He's the dad uh, that gets... Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, it's such I'll a great scene. Uh, Although I hated that movie. He'll be in a bunch of stuff. You didn't like it? No. Nah. Oh, I, don't, I don't like... Do you watch Harry Potter? Zombies? No. Nope. Okay. Never seen it. So you won't know him from that. Um, it's cool. I'll, I'll look him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys you'll he's see. He's really, really funny. In yeah, this. you'll see him and you'll go like, oh, yeah. I know It's good because it sends up like all bad action movie cliches, but with good Irish dialogue and a lot of foul language. All right. Which is great. Okay. Good um, recommendation. Does and it, does it kind of do the hot fuzz thing where it's like, oh, we're making fun of all these tropes and then we al- also incorporate all of them into it? No. Okay. No, it's more like in a like dialogue sense. Uh, certain plot points are just very cliche. They're just making fun of it. Okay, and it's just and it's really since it's got a lot of subtlety to it because the the Irish are really just playing on the subtle elements of the humor. Right. So like, I was the only one in the theater busting up laughing <laughs> because nobody Which was sort of it. makes but you it was feel really, sad, but then makes you feel good. It's you're like, really really good. Especially when he's ranting about Russian writers, because I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty bummed. You guys have all these movie recommendations, and I haven't. All I've been really watching lately is Huel Hauser. You ever watch that guy? Mm, no? Sounds familiar. He's a guy. It on, sounds. I, I know the name. I, he's yeah, a guy on PBS that will go to, like, the, you know, the, I don't know, the sewer, like, water reclamation plant and be like, oh, you guys got a lot of duty here. I know. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Like he'll go to this the steam engine museum. He's like, I'm he, so. He just looks, goes to places and like checks them out, basically. Yeah, you guys haven't seen him. What's going on? I, here? I have seen. Him. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you that guys guy? like trains, don't you? Tell me about how much fun it is to work on is this. Trains. California's gold. His yeah, travel show. Yeah, Huel Hauser. That's my boy. <laughs> Love that guy. See, I don't, I don't mind, you know, I don't, I don't pay attention to all these cool movies. So I went to a, an interesting thing uh, this last weekend. Um, I, I still like looking back at it. I think this was insane that they would even have this. But um, at the Honda Center in Anaheim, uh, there were about, you know, however many people the Honda Center holds, uh, tons, thousands of people all watching a concert. Uh, orchestra performed the music from Lord of the Rings. Okay, and I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Beforehand, we th- we we had uh, you know we we're gonna get the tickets, and oh, this is a great way to see. You know, there aren't any operas playing anywhere really that I can uh, uh, around me just down the street. Opera think, or orchestra? Yeah, like an opera? Well, really? Um, there was like a there were people singing. No, no, no. There aren't really opera. Like if I wanted to go oh, to okay. the opera, got it. Right. Um, and and it's you know you have to kind of find something to go see an orchestra, a live orchestra. And uh, you know, my wife is a, a longtime musician. She played in orchestras before. I happen to love live music like that. So we're like, okay, this is cool. We'll go and see it. Um, I really like the, the score from Lord of the Rings. It's uh, not, uh, uh, what's his name's, you know, the most famous guy. John the, Williams. John Williams. All his stuff is starting to sound exactly the same. Just no. kind of bombastic, 
horns it's, constantly. But it swells to such a triumphant yeah, level. Yeah, but it's like... Each and every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do like Horner's uh, Lord of the Rings. So I thought, okay, this would be cool. And plus, you know, just seeing a live orchestra. Well, I, I expected it to be, we're going to perform the pieces, and then they'll have like a cinematic montage maybe of what right. was happening at that time. Right. Instead, we get there... And we sit down, and there's a full orchestra, huge orchestra, huge choir, which is really cool to have all these, all these choir. And then they had the boys' choir on the sides as well for for the singing parts that they need to sing. Yeah, the all the eunuchs. Nah, they're too young, <laughs> so we don't do that apparently anymore. But right, <laughs> some of those kids with their voices. So we're like, okay, this is gonna be cool. And then like the screen comes on, and it shows the New Line Cinema logo. Okay. And then the very beginning of the movie starts. Okay. And they start playing the music. Okay. And then the movie just keeps going. No way. And the dialogue plays, and they continue to play the music. It was the entire first movie. That's the best case scenario. Not really. You know what's funny? I've never seen any of these movies, but I knew, as you were telling the story, that they were showing the whole movie because I heard the ads for it on the radio. I guess I... I, I so there's another thing called Lord of the Rings Symphony in concert, and that's where they just play the music i had seen that a long time ago and i just assumed it didn't look into it this was the movie now granted still again live orchestra like they were playing it perfectly which was cool wouldn't it be cool if they had midgets on stage recreating it that would be awesome no here's the problem uh, so it was a cut of the movie without the music but with all the voices and sound effects so that what, they could it play wasn't the, the extended cut no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> also it wasn't all three now, movies. actually don't they do that like where they they have you pay for the uh movie with the symphony and then Three months later, they do the movie with the symphony, but it's the extended cut. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it, well, no, that no special they do, box. They do edition. the first movie with the symphony, then they do the second, then the third, and then they come back do the first movie with the extended cut. Oh, okay. And then after all three of them have come out, they Collectors. do one concert with all three movies extended cut all at once. So you for sit who? there for twelve hours. I yeah, I mean that's like a that's a no. work shit. So here's why, <laughs> with overtime, I liked it because it was amazing. These people performed the music perfectly. What I didn't like about it was the focus wasn't on the music. the 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 movie you start watching the movie, and then at some point you're just sitting in terrible chairs, far away from a screen, watching a film. And occasionally I would look down and go, oh, shit, there's an orchestra. That's right. They're playing. Okay. Yeah. Live music. Okay. So it was a $60 repeat movie? Yeah. Yeah. Now, it was still cool. So it's a Red State uh, screening? (laughs) Oh, Oh, what? That's fine. Um, (laughs) I'm the outsider. I could say this crap. You totally can. I love it. Uh, Yeah. I I thought it it was still very cool. I would have preferred to just listen to the music as pieces being okay you know explore explore this piece of music sure. in its entirety give me a montage yeah exactly <laughs> and also like there's dialogue going on so at some points you're like well they're playing really loud i can't actually hear what they're saying right or it's like i wish that that elf would shut up so i could listen to these sweet horns you and, know and weren't there like extended parts where there was no music yeah just, like, that's d- the other great just thing sit there they're just like hanging out <laughs> man a good thing i get my smoke break yeah like, <laughs> yeah you know the tuba. Pl- I uh, two. No, they should not be smoke. If they're smoking, you're not. Did they have like the whole pretzels? Hey, what and- do you think is actually in the woodwinds? <laughs> <laughs> I 
uh, yeah, a whole thing was open, and it so smelled like, like all that food. Nachos, in there. Yeah, people yeah. crunching on people, chips. People getting all their chili cheese dogs right in front. And it's anybody like, with elf ears. There's a couple people dressed up. Yep, yep. Wow, couple large women in white flowing. How come they're always large? You know, it's this the. Are we gonna have this? Con- yeah, conversation. No, 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 we don't. Need it's just because they just can't get the ring off, and they need an excuse. The Ren Fair constant. Yeah, 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 Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah, it? yeah. It's a little bit of that. It's a little. It's no, a wait, wait, wait. Wouldn't Lord of the Rings of not have as much cleavage as a Ren Fair thing? It, definitely not as much. I feel like that's, that's what the. That's why actually I can tolerate Ren Fair people less than uh, Lord of the Rings people. Tolerate wait, them wait, wait, less. Wait, 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 you can tolerate more, them more. more. Because I, there's not the cleavage. I agree with you. You can go to Red like, Fair uh, and at least see weirdly shaped boobs kind of being pushed way out of proportion. <laughs> no, but I want to get away from that because it's so horribly out of proportion and it's always fat girls. Oh, I thought that's the only reason to go. No, no, no. Because where else do you get to see that? Yeah, it's like shooting fish anywhere. In a barrel, there, man. No, it's, there it's are. Slim there are. Go to Walmart. There are plenty. Of, <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I have a. I have banned Walmart in my life. So okay, there Kmart. Plenty, there are plenty of places where you can see regular cleavage, or or you know cleavage that's done to entice. But that's specifically a place where you can go to to see cleavage that makes you rethink your thoughts on cleavage. And I don't want to, and well, that's why it's grotesque. But I feel like it needs to exist. It's 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 always kind of greasy too. No, it we is. worked with well. a guy ages ago, and he had the best idea. If you ever go to a Renaissance fair, the best thing to do would be dress up in old Star Trek uniforms and walk around very confused. <laughs> <laughs> always loved that idea. I've been waiting to do it. Or get like a a red uh, kind of like life vest jacket, drive up in a DeLorean, right, and that'll just be, be like, be I too. gotta save See, you guys. It's easier to do a classic Star Trek uniform. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you you know somebody got a DeLorean lying around. We know someone that has the shoes. We do know someone who has the shoes. Or you know somebody smuggling coke. Is that it? Yeah. No, not recently. No, <laughs> not that we're gonna say. Sad. I'm sad that we can't get DeLoreans easily. So, and, yeah. and their cargo. You're right. Lord of the Rings movie. Awesome. You know, I, the, the, no matter what is said, uh, an or, a live orchestra is still really cool and and harder to see. At the same time, I did feel kind of like. There, I had some hope in me that here are like slobbering, like uh, chili dog eating, you know, people kind of all filtering into this place, listening to like what amounts to or you know, orchestral music. I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. These people came specifically to see this because if you came to watch the movie there, you are a dumbass. Yeah, Just get it on TV, yeah, watch, watch it, it in your home. So that I'm gonna say 80% good. went to watch the movie. Oh man. Goes back to my uh, thoughts on advertising demographics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm surprised, yeah. actually, they didn't have ads in between. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, did they? No, have? they had plenty of those all along the edges of everywhere. Or, or the were. orchestra doing things go better with Coca-Cola. Yeah, little intermissions. <laughs> yeah, let's all go to that'd the lobby. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, now, I would love to see a full orchestra do that. That'd be great. I would go to the lobby. only if there were people. <laughs> only if there were people dressed up as hot dogs and yeah, sodas. Yeah. I would go like if you did that stage show. St- right. Yeah, if you did that, uh, uh, theater owners, I will go to your lobby and buy something. If you do that, otherwise, no. Were people like screaming out their favorite lines? No, it was very. Uh, it was very. <laughs> it was very measured for a crazy group of people. All right. Um. Just listen. You know. No, because they're fat and lazy. 
they all had chili dogs stuffed in their mouths. It happens. Yeah. So smelled just like hockey. No, it smelled like the food everywhere, which is, you know, too many people eating that. And, it, you know, none of that food is of any, you know, Where of was any this? quality. It's a Honda Center. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's crappy food. Yeah. It used to be so. the pond. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. Remember? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. There's advertising in the name. Very true. Hit Very it true. right. You might as well advertise between the movies. Say it so. right. So uh Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, that was that was that. Buy, eat, consume. <laughs> Are you gonna put on your they uh they live uh glasses? You want me to? If you do that, you <laughs> will hear this podcast for what it really is. Um hey, oh, I thought it was just an inane let's, distraction. Oh let's no. T- <laughs> let's talk about the sad state of real life superheroes. Okay. Um, so, my subconscious? Yeah, yeah, did you guys hear about Phoenix Jones, the Seattle superhero who travels the night with pepper spray, stopping, <laughs> stopping small scale. Nothing really bad is going on in Seattle, by the way. Yeah, like, I know Seattle's probably the mellowest. I city. have been to well, Seattle. The at best midnight, thing about and it's very the, the best thing though is if he comes by with his pepper spray. The town has a natural eyewash kit. <laughs> yeah. Just look up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. that's better. Yeah, that's fine. All right. That's fine. Uh, wait, wait. You're actually wearing something that stupid? Yes. Yes, he is. And and they have video of him kind of attacking this group of people that he claims was fighting. I've watched the video, and it sort of looks like they're all just kind of raucous. Were they, are they moshing? Yeah, they're just all being rowdy. Which, were, were they you know, cavorting? Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. He goes and just starts pepper spraying, and some lady like <laughs> takes him out with her shoe. She beats him until he runs off with his shoe. You know, somebody should tell him that the New York cops are probably hiring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does. His suit doesn't look good. His his, uh, did, his grandma didn't sew it for him. It you know what's actually really funny though is he just had he was just featured in an article on American Way magazine. I read it on my flight yeah. to and from New York. Yeah. And he just basically talks about how well we're not crazy crime fighters. I just get into stuff that I can. <laughs> wow. Like it's even like they're self like they're not fearless. Right, right. It's just like and, oh it's a little skirmish. Pepper spray. And this is what makes me sad is like I know that we can't have a real Batman, but now this guy is going out and saying, no, 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 this is scientifically, I'm proving to you we can't have a real Batman because no. I'm what you get. We could have, no, uh, you think the, what's his name, has got a billion something dollars? That's true. He's uh-uh. <laughs> hey, what's Batman's superpower? Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's uh, Iron Man's superpower? Money. Money. <laughs> yeah, bastards. All yeah. right. No, you know, actually, you know what superhero is actually feasible? Daredevil. Ah, uh, yeah. Blind people. Yeah. They kick ass. <laughs> they do have special powers. Although, I, I will have to say, sometimes I wonder where he gets I close my stuff. eyes, I hear you better. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where, he, where Daredevil gets some of his high-tech equipment when he works pro bono in the poorest part of the city. What high-tech equipment? He's got a cane He's that goes... He's got a cane, ping! yeah. And that's it. No, his suit has extra hearing... No, Stu- it doesn't. No, no, that's his power. No. I thought, but I thought his suit when he put it on it no. amplified no. it even more. No. His his 
ear is you know his he was blinded by chemicals radar, he was yeah he was blinded by chemicals that actually heightened when he was his saving ironically a blind man yeah wow um, man stanley's good <laughs> <laughs> he really is uh you know what you want to know something else this is some inside daredevil trivia daredevil was trained by a guy named stick, stick. yeah and he fought the ninja clan called the hand and so when Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman were making Ninja Turtles. They were making. They were it a big parody. Daredevil fans. Yeah, they were making a parody. So they were taught by a man called Splinter, and they fought the Foot. Wow. Yeah, that's where those came from. And now, actually, no, you got to be fair though. That that stuff in the Daredevil storyline all came from Frank Miller. That's not the original Stanley nineteen sixty stuff. Correct. That's the eighties story arc with Elektra, the Frank Miller. Did. Right, but it did come out. And in uh, inspired, yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. he's got a daredevil. Button Pick that up. up in New York. I'm glad that you were here to reinforce to Gates, because yeah, I could say something like that to Gates. And Gates would just be like, "Sure, whatever." Yeah. Gates, you know my collection of just daredevil alone. You though. do have a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so big fan of the Ben Affleck movie, right? <laughs> Ooh, right. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I watched the director's cut. And I hated myself even more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So speaking of big fans. Uh, Thanks for screwing that one up too, Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh. Let's, uh, you guys can cut that out, right? Let's, let's take it to. You shouldn't actually. I mean, he, ran, he wrote some pretty poor storylines for Daredevil. Yeah. I actually purposely had to omit all that stuff. Ed Brubaker, Daredevil writing God. Yeah. I, I would agree. That guy. I would agree with that. I like Brubaker. So, all right, Gates. Sorry, take, we we got to move away from this, or Gates will just taking it, glaze over. Taking it back to where it all began. Right, Mr. Mulvihill here is the first person on this planet to ever hear my no Nicolas Cage policy. He he was the he he helped me refine it. He was one of the progenitors of the uh, no Nick Cage. So, because he won't listen to me. Okay, so that's the thing I want to get to is that he actually antagonized you into your position. He didn't help you. He you, no, he you, kept on making these asinine recommendations, and finally I was just like, dude, he, no more. I have a no-Nick Cage he, policy. He forced you into it. Is what you I mean. did not. He made recommendation after recommendation after uh, I tried to explain. Wait, wait, wait. But I made recommendations of quality flicks by quality directors that even though it has Nicolas Cage, you just avoid. And it's like, dude, he it's ruins, a good movie. He ruins everything So has in. he told you about me that I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan? He's mentioned it. Yeah. I love Nicolas Cage, but I love Nicolas Cage equally when he's bad and uh, when he's good. See, I wait, I gotta I gotta <laughs> to a point, you know? Like there are certain Nick Cage movies like uh uh-uh, I'm not touching that. No And I, that's all of them the, now take the, that feeling no, and just no, spread it. No, okay, there's no. one. I'm telling you, there's one exception. What? It could happen to you. Leaving Las You Vegas. are so wrong, man. Adaptation. No. It's that's even worse because yeah. there's two of them. <laughs> But it's so no, well written. It's terrible. He he's not like, that is like speaking I don't think from he his likes Charlie Kaufman. If no, if there were uh, 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 you know uh, what? Uh, if there were like the uh, summation of my thesis, it would be What about adaptation. leaving Las Vegas? I I only watched it for uh what was Elizabeth Shoe Shoe's boobs. That was it. He's never seen Wild that's at a, Heart, so he can't even movie. comment he's properly. He's never seen Wild at Heart. Why would I? Because Nicolas Cage is in it. Because it's a really badass David Lynch film. That is post-No Nicolas Cage policy. Well, it came out in like 1990. 
No, it's, he has a. You po- just became aware post, of it. It's right. post his policy yeah. of. See, right. and also, yeah, you wouldn't see uh, Herzog's bad lieutenant protocol in New Orleans, which is which great, is really cool. I watched like 15 minutes of God of War, and I was Lord of w- War. Whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Lord of bullshit. I it was 15 minutes in, and I was like, no, he ruined another movie for me. Never again will I ever revisit this. All of his shit is but time. Dude, Actually, it's so dated. If we could make, if I could make an observation here, please. You have already decided that yes. he will ruin a movie. Yes. So there's no way that you could possibly watch a movie without consistent. Okay, you're doing with the the right. shit. No, no, you, I get accused. Yeah, you are. You, it is. Uh, you are unable. Let's to now separate yeah. from your bias. You have a totally valid analogy. Now let's just apply it to, let's say, a shit sandwich. You have preconceived in your mind a notion that the shit sandwich is going to taste bad. Would you like to eat one? Do no. you have a no shit sandwich policy? Uh, and then Are there mushrooms you? growing on it? Oh, <laughs> hey. Hey, now. No. <laughs> there, there was just a high five that occurred. Yeah. Uh, I, going back to what we've, we've talked about before. Because you know what? Some Nick Cage movies are a shit sandwich, but they got stuff on there that like go, wow, and man. And also... Have you eaten a shit sandwich before? Not by my... I haven't been to Arby's in a long time. (laughs) How do you know it tastes bad? Not by my... Well... How do you actually know it tastes bad? And then also, if I could present to you a shit sandwich that actually tasted delicious... Well, I mean, that's uh, like, you know, like how do you know you don't like cancer? (laughs) Like, I guess that's don't don't true. don't try and yeah, yeah, like yeah. say hey we have the caramel shit sandwich all right we're not Starbucks all right again <laughs> if somebody your your but your analogy that it's a shit sandwich is based on your thing that saying uh, that that Nick Cage is always terrible yes but the issue is is that since you already have decided that he's always terrible yes evidence where he wasn't terrible you won't even see right. my problem so, is yes there is no exception because, to correct, rule. because i i don't and, i don't see how it's possible have you seen the national treasure movies because you have you watched them yeah. no you know why i haven't because they're garbage Two na- no but, one name that appears before each one of those jerry bruckheimer every single <laughs> actor out there has had a terrible movie but he ruins everything but he's in. you haven't seen everything, no. so that's a statement he, you can't he actually make. He makes a ton of crap. A ton of crap. But there are exceptions. That's the only thing I keep telling you, man. There are exceptions. I'm just saying is that you're making statements that you can't actually abide by. How so? You can't say he's terrible in everything because you haven't you seen haven't him. You haven't seen everything. Wild at Heart. Yeah. As you soon can't as I can say that's known. As soon as I see him on the screen, it is ruined. But you haven't actually I watched it I think Wild at Heart might movies. be an exception. Trust me on this one. Wild at Heart is fucking what? He, awesome. I, okay, do we I would need not to take it back to Valley Girl? I would not. No, 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 no. I, I'm not defending Valley Girl. All right. He Look, he's somebody you need to listen to because he doesn't say what I say, which I say that he's the greatest living actor. In, incapable of any day. fault. Right. I, but I'm ridiculous. But he's he's actually saying, look, there is there's a a a chasm between the the bad and the good. And I know why he's saying his high praises of Nicolas Cage. It's basically because in so much of Nicolas Cage's work, he isn't self aware. Okay, go on. Like he's doing all these really schlocky bad movies, and he's trying to give it his all. Yes. Too so much, just, which is too much. So, which is just it, 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 
a lot of Nick Cage movies are like watching old William Shatner work before he was self-aware. William Shatner is now self-aware. Therefore, he isn't funny anymore. Right. I, I'll tell you why why I like Nicolas Cage. Because that was just a guess, yeah. Right. No, no, no. But no. Why, I, I, why I like him is because when I watch him, I'm entertained, whether he's doing a good job, because I think he does some great Not acting. the bees! Not yeah, the yeah, and then when he's terrible, he's the worst, and it's so funny. It's really funny. It's so and so. I'm except Ghost Rider. That just sucked. Well, but there's that part where he's screaming in the mirror. It's so funny. It sucked. It's so no. funny though when he's screaming. Hey, in the you mirror. guys got uh, Ghost Rider two to look forward to. Yeah, that's, that's coming up. Oh yeah, I saw in the trailer that's, where he pisses fire. Wow, that's, that's my birthday too. Like right around <laughs> my birthday, I could not ask for a better present. Why yeah. don't I get just some speed and we what can about, go just go what to about town, man? Raising Arizona. It's from the makers of Crank. <laughs> like, have you seen Raising Arizona? I saw, I saw like 10 minutes of it and because I turned it off. He's perfect in that because no. the point of the I character. Actually, like, oh, dude, that's Nick Cage. I can't suspend. Dis- Here's what he, it is. He is so good because you know what? I forgot that Nick Cage is in Raising Arizona. I didn't even associate it as a Nick Cage movie because it's Coen Brothers. Yeah. And it is honestly nonstop hilarious. It's, it is probably the best thing Nick Cage has ever, ever, ever done. Ridiculous. It's so good. And he plays the. He is the perfect. Per- I don't think anyone else could do that role better Gates? than him because yes. he's supposed to be a doofy idiot in that in that. Movie. Are you familiar with the Ludovico treatment? I don't know. Am I? What is? Do I know it by another name? No, it's just known as the Ludovico treatment. Sorry. Okay. Not familiar. Clockwork Orange. Oh. Oh. Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. Yes, I might yes, have right. to do that just yeah. because of Raising Arizona. I forgot about Raising Arizona because I think of it as a Coen Brothers film. Right. Which okay. it is. It, I don't it even absolutely get to, I don't so, even. So he ruined a Coen Brothers movie, no, is what you you're telling me? Don't it. make me jump across this table you know, because he didn't ruin it. The fact that you only He's watch actually a few minutes really of good. movies just goes to show how sad it is that you would ever even think about, like, you, you've, you, sir, are a screenwriter. You've understood that movies need to be, to be watched in their entirety to give an accurate portrayal. There's certain because textures, movies, though. Some movies can start terrible and end much better than they did. You've seen them. Here's the deal. Like, let me just boil it Example. all down. Some movies I, no. are, are not good in pieces, but as a whole are great. Example. Even Idiocracy. There's, I mean, Idiocracy is really, really good and then kind of takes a turn. Um, but he he just destroys the suspension of disbelief. I can no longer watch these characters portraying anything that's, on the screen without a, being like... That's a fault on you. I feel like I, if you can't suspend my, your disbelief, that's your issue. But he is the... Because I can. He is like the brown tone that like just... It hits me in the way <laughs> that I can't see past it. And again, so that's, that's a he's genetic the cop when you're tripping on you. He, like, I feel like you could get over that. I actually think you could, and I think you should. I just, I haven't, Dude, I haven't known Nick Cage policy. Man, huh? I have a hard time with suspension of disbelief. Suspension exactly, of yeah. disbelief on right. a lot of shit. Right. But if a work is good, and I have to drop my prejudices often, and you know how many I have. Right. Yeah. If you, if you're listening to a person who's sitting there going, listen, those there are terrible movies that he's in. And they're Especially terrible because they're, Ghost Rider. They're terrible movies if they're bad movies, and they're also some movies that are just terrible that he's in terribly. No, and then there's the ones that he's in that are really bad, and it's still very fun. The Wicker Man remake. Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, when he's in a bear suit and starts punching women. Screaming at them with oh, guns. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's nonsense. Just yelling, Especially how to get burned, how to get burned, how to get burned. The original Wicker Man is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are impassioned arguments by my colleagues, and uh, I'm... All right, well... I'm not saying that I'm swayed, but at the same time... When we like, turn all the recording equipment off, we'll be kidnapping Gates, taking him <laughs> to my house, where he will be tied up, his eyes will be held open. Held open. We will and I will be administering fluids. drops so we can continue to watch. Correct. And we will make him watch, so, in succession, what would Raising be Arizona, Bad Lieutenant Portacol, New Orleans, Wild at Heart, Adaptation, and the final feature... The Wicker Man. <laughs> Just a Just be- it off. No, because we got to end it in a lighthearted mood. Sure. All right. I'd give it a whirl. Now, if you were going to make him watch the worst Nicolas Now, if Cage I really movies, wanted to just torture him, I'd do the National Treasure movies. The trilogy, uh, if you will. Ghost Rider. Maybe I'm really bitter because he's, he's stolen my bad name because he's named Gates in that movie. Oh. Now, and do you know where Gates. he got the, you know where he got the surname Cage, right? Yep. Where? We talked about that on the what, show. Power Man? Yep. Nicholas. Uh, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage from comics. He also didn't want to he didn't want to be uh, Coppola. the Coppola name all the but way. But he was anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, it still gets all the opportunities. Uh, uh, no, I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a Coppola. So here's what I would make him watch if I was gonna make you watch the worst. Okay. I'd make you watch Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> You know, no, actually, you don't have to because of that title. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's the punchline. I'll make you watch. uh, (laughs) I'll make you watch the trailer for Gone in sixty seconds. Ooh, City of Angels. Oh, hey, Uh, I like the Goo Goo Dolls. (laughs) (laughs) When I worked at Ralph's, I had to hear that song on the Muzak, and I'd have to wipe the tear away. Um, maybe. Oh, dude, Season of the Witch. I haven't seen it. I mean, when it's when it's sitting at five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, that's got to be bad. <laughs> and hey, I start you, to hey, smile. How do you feel about Ron Perlman? I like the man. Uh, it doesn't well, matter. I mean, he was good as Hellboy. It doesn't matter if he's in it. He's in it, but it doesn't I know. matter. It's still not. A he great. was in Drive. Oh, I would make you watch Next, the movie where he's the magician that can see the future. So story of terrible. my life. Wow. <laughs> Actually, you probably would find parallels to that because you're like. I'm that way every day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'll check that one out. <laughs> no, don't. Don't. Okay. Don't do it. Just don't do it only because that time could be spent doing other things. All right. So. Um, all right. So that's that's <laughs> that's uh, Gates's Nick Cage marathon yeah. that he'll be going through. I, and, like uh, I said, those, those if were... he's dead next uh, next week's episode, uh, and if you have it, please send acid. <laughs> <laughs> those are impassioned arguments. Yeah, but I'm I'm unswayed. No, well, that's too bad. Once again, please send acid. That way, we can make <laughs> gates like Nick Cage. Yeah, well, that that's well, probably what it would take. Although that that well, would that, be, that also that could would be make counterproductive. It so much worse. <laughs> that would drive me off. I would yeah. I never <laughs> want to see Nick Cage again. Yeah, we got to be careful. So, um, yeah, so, at heart at least, man. yeah. So that's that's a uh, Nick Nick Cage talk. 
You can find out more on our our podcast Cagecast that we do. Right. All Nick Cage, my favorite, all the time, all the time. Yeah. Uh, no, so that's about the show. I think. Yeah, let's here. wrap this up. We've 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 uh, threatened you, I think, with enough Cage movies to at least, uh, you know, f- further spurn no, your. D- I mean, do you see the glaze over my eyes? Yeah, like, yeah. I've fully gone you, into my shell. Your your genetics start protecting you at yeah. some point. I thought like, we were making them cry. No, like no, I'm no. I'm in my power. I, I know that look. I'm in my power cave I, right now. I have the ability to send Gates to his his spirit animal place. That's right. Very quickly. Right. Um, so that's usually my cue. Um, Gates, do you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, I got Gates hates on Twitter and going to be recording a new episode of popsicles on Wednesday. So, uh, take a look for that. And that'll drop sometime after that. Yeah. Probably Thursday or something. Okay. Okay. Some, some popsicles. Um, Mr. Sean, is there anything that you want to say to the audience tonight right yeah i'll be djing tonight but by the time this goes out yeah i'll be done (laughs) well where do you usually do you dj i occasionally dj at avalon bar in costa mesa california yeah uh but i never know when until the day of at about three four o'clock when it's like hey i got a free spot tonight you want to walk you want to walk over and dj and i'm like sure sure you're buying well (laughs) You know, if you're if you're looking for that kind of stuff in Avalon Bar, that's where we someone might be able to and find you. Man, I really want a cigarette. Man, I'm so pissed off at myself that I forgot my tobacco before I came over here. You can and it's just uh, oh it's man, another twenty minutes, man. You'll be okay. Oh man, <laughs> you're gonna be okay. Man, you guys got a patch or something, man? I need something. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, no, really, send man, cigarettes <laughs> to our email address if you can figure out how to get those in there. Uh, we'll make sure we get them to, uh, to I'll find a way to, to smoke them. Yeah. <laughs> Digital cigarettes. Uh, you can find us on the web at pillagecast.com. You can send us emails or comments, questions, whatever you want to send us. Hate mail. We like that the most. To ask at pillagecast.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, all those things that we have to have in order to be connected in this digital age. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, look forward to another episode next week. And at some point, we'll be doing a listener episode, uh, probably in the next couple weeks, I would imagine. So please send us in those things so that we can not have to work that night. So that'd be great. That's kind of what we need you for, people. So don't let us down. Come on. All right. Come on. Another one in the can. Another one in the can. This has been episode number 38 of the Pillage Cast.